0: There's an interesting thing about like passion. I mean, if you just love playing tennis, you're gonna get better at it. And maybe you don't like, um, you 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 hate winning, or sorry, you hate winning. You hate winning. I love losing. (laughs) Yeah, I I love losing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna try that. That's the whole. That's the. That's the secret.
1: Welcome to episode number 22 of the Shane Cast. Interesting topic today. We're going to talk about. I've titled this. You guys maybe will appreciate this. The ultimate tennis weapon. Um, mm. Like if you have if you have this, I feel like you're already so far ahead of the competition. Even though I don't even know what Kevin and Megan's. Well, I kind of I just got your stance. Yeah, I think. Yeah, sorry, I gave you that. Uh, Kevin, me. I actually I, I can tell Kevin's kind of conflicted here about which side of the fence to uh, to fall on. It'll be interesting. But basically, what we'll be discussing is uh This oh, is my definitely sword. a mindset kind of a mental toughness topic definitely kind of falls into personality and psychology as well and we'll be discussing a specific trait and just real quick backstory here early this morning i was having a conversation with the guy i'm writing uh, a book with and we were talking about we've been talking we've been going through this section of the book that's about mental toughness and um we've been talking about nerves and anxiety and just like that physical response. We were just talking last week about that physical response of being tight in competition. And I brought up to him the whole concept of like something being in under the threat of like something being taken away from you is something that's so like visceral and elicits such like a primal, you know, response from people. And he asked me like, why, like, why is that? Don't you think that, the joy and, like, the happiness of winning is just as big of a motivator as, like, that fear, like, the the more negative, like, the fear of, like, something being taken away from you, whether it's, like, your self, like, respect or self-worth or, like, social um, currency of, like, oh, you're the one who won or you're the one who lost to your teammates or to your doubles partner. And so this brought to mind for me the whole concept or idea that I, I don't know when I first heard this or where, but I feel like it's just been prevalent for me in my tennis experience, the the idea of great tennis players hate to lose more than they love to win. Like, there's they will fight like tooth and nail to keep from losing a match because there's just that, like, tenacity and that that mindset. But winning, yeah, sure, it's great. And I feel like this is just kind of a general, like, human experience is that, of course, everybody enjoys being the winner, but I don't think that that emotional response is nearly as driving or as strong as just hating to lose, at least among like really high level competitors. You know, you're everyday, everyday person, maybe not so much, but I think people who've really gone places in sport, I think that that hate of losing is is a stronger
0: force. Thoughts? It's not very dark the way you said the last part. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Strong I think, force. I think
2: one of the reasons that it is that way, and I do, I feel that same way. Like, I do really. Do agree? So, Megan, I do you really, agree? Yeah, yeah. Kevin, I, do
1: you agree?
0: And we'll kick it back to I Megan. I agree with the hedge, but I'll kick it back to Megan. All right. <laughs>
2: okay. Um I think one of the main reasons might be because tennis, you lose a lot more than you win. And so um, it's like if you're only worried about like the, I'm going to win this tournament. Mm. And so you have to learn the idea of hating to lose to keep going because you don't necessarily always win enough to, get be that like, reinforcement to be yeah, like, keep going. Oh, yeah. this is great. I'm just exactly. going to keep doing that. Right. Because you can't win every single <laughs> yeah. tournament. And so I think there's got to be some sort of innate like, what pushes you? And if it's only every time I win a tournament, then it's like, mm. just
1: to be I, I want to clarify just based on what you're saying here, when you say you lose a lot more than you win, do you mean on a tournament level or a match level or I a point like level? A
2: turn, like a tournament oh. level. Like well, I've you. never won a
1: tournament, so I totally <laughs> agree. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> on a tournament level. And okay. if your basis is on like winning a tournament or winning, mm. you know, like then it's like, I oh. take that back.
1: I once won a mixed uh, doubles draw, and I think there's four teams, uh,
0: if you count that. Do you win any tournaments as a junior? Yeah. is it Not even oh, close. Really? No, not even close.
2: Um. Yeah, I just think that there's a.
1: Well, what about on a match club like match to match? Like, you, you, do you think it's still like for me? Like tournament was never ever on my radar. Like that's like laughable. Like for me in my experience, maybe these days. Like who knows? Like Kevin and I, we'll see what happens when we go and play some adult uh, adult tournaments. You'll be your but, first. Yeah, you'll be my first. Is that what you said? No, oh. it'll be your first. <laughs>
0: it'll be your first uh
1: sorry um awkward but like what about for people like listening at home like for people listening nobody's sitting listening to this podcast being like oh man i haven't won a tournament in like two months like nobody listening there are
2: people that do that i think number one
1: amateur adults are like thinking on a, a tournament level
2: yeah yeah, for sure. I think so. I mean, I used to coach a couple of people that would be like, "Well, I haven't, I didn't win this tournament, so I have to play another one because I need to win a tournament." Like they were all, all right. about that. I think that's
1: a tiny, tiny, tiny minority.
2: Okay. Um, well, I I still think it applies to matches in general though, because I think that like when I'm playing let's, a match, yeah. Let's just
1: defi- just to define it. Let's say Jane or Joe, like league, you know, kind of player, like they're a member at a club. They have like their team season and then kind of their off season like how do we how do we if it's all about like the tournament how do we how do we translate that to you know kind of that other experience
2: well i think the other thing is is that like if if i'm playing a match and i win it it's like okay great on to the next one but if i, I totally lose agree. a match then i'm like okay what did i do wrong and what do i need to change to not have that happen again
1: it's almost like the win is like, you kind of thought that's how it should go. Right. Like, right. I was right. like, oh, of You're course. Like, oh, like, okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. I like, did great. Great. I figured that's it really out. Weird.
1: Like I, I had the tools, like it was supposed to happen. Yeah. There's not like the big, like uh-huh, a loss, like, a loss okay. creates like this rift in your brain of like, I know at least tell me if you can relate to this. Like I know deep down, like I could have figured that out, but. I came off the court the loser.
2: Right. And so the next time I'm out there, I'm going to do everything that I can do to figure it out. Like I'm going to, it's like that. Yeah. So I feel like I learn more when I lose than when I win. And so maybe that's part of the process too, is that like you want to keep learning in tennis. Like, I think that's something I always, you know, like every time you're on the court, you like to tweak and do different stuff. And so the idea of when you win, it's like, okay, okay great okay next yeah. match and then there's always someone better than you out there and there's that's why there's always I someone think that's doing important. more than you are out there there's always someone more obsessed <clears throat> with tennis than you there's always some there's always more to strive for and if you're only focused on winning then i feel like you're not learning in the process to be able to i don't know there's just something about it
1: I want to be clear before we go to Kevin that I don't I don't condone <laughs> Kevin's going to be
2: like this is all wrong. <laughs>
1: I don't condone the attitude that I just voiced like the uh uh walking off the court and feeling like I should have like won that no matter what is not healthy. Um because because of what you just mm-hmm. said like there's always somebody that's more talented, works harder, um is more mentally tough, like just has better skills and tools or whatever. And um the way I like, kind of talk from inside my own head has caused me a lot of unhappiness over the years. So I don't I, I, I don't recommend that for those of you listening. I don't know <laughs> though.
2: It, I think it all depends upon how you come at it because like I would there say things way. like that yeah. too. I like yeah. I would be like, okay, I I could have done more or I should have figured out a way or I should have done this. I should have changed and that. And I'm going to yeah. go back and train those different ways so that if it ever happens again, then I'm going to be able to mm. come against it at a different way. And so I think that's... Like, that's the way, like, it didn't really ever bother me that I would say that to myself. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't in a negative, like, I suck. It was more of, like, what do I need to do different the next time around? Yeah. Kind of thing. Kevin. Oh, geez. Mm.
1: This is the most quiet you've ever been yeah. doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of and, it's kinda scary. Megan of, and I are, yeah, a little yeah, afraid right now.
0: A lot of listening, a lot of uh, interesting. I do agree. So, that- so
1: you come down on the... What's the caveat? You say you come down okay, on the so side of... I would
0: say 60-40 maybe as far as like hate, losing, love winning. And I think on the dark side of it, yes. I think people hate... If you have something and someone takes it away from you, you feel a greater loss than if you never had it, you've never experienced it, you've never been at that high. I think at a certain level, I've, I've won a couple tournaments. Um, not like super high level, but as a junior, I won a couple tournaments um, and did decently well at t- some tournaments. Um, once you, I think, get kind of the, you win that tournament and you're at the top, there's, I think, a twin kind of thing. You do hate losing, but you hate losing the, that feeling of winning. There is this kind of seductive thing about winning a tournament and knowing that you were the best, you kicked everybody's butt, I own you on the court, and that is who I am as an identity walking on the court. That it's it's like I know I, I love winning. Don't get me wrong, I love winning. The feeling of beating someone and going, "I beat you," is is awesome. Totally agree. For the record, <laughs> I, I'm totally on board with that. And I think depending on like like how you approach it, and there's there's a bit of both because the losing drives you, like Megan's saying, I think to improve, but the winning creates this seductive thing of, which can b- go, like I, I agree in the sense, it can go bad or how you manage it, it can be bad because if you do love winning so much, sometimes you do whatever and it, it, there's this drive, whatever it takes to win. And Maybe
2: I do love winning.
0: <laughs> and so there's, the drivers are very interesting. If you've never maybe experienced winning, and you've only been in like, you, yeah, you learn to hate losing because that's one side of it. But when you've been on both sides of it, there is something alluring about just beating people and knowing. And yeah, maybe it's not that I'm better than you and I can beat you and I should win. And, and so, yeah, I think there's a twin driver. I don't think it's kind of one or the other. I think. A lot of things with maybe they don't mention it like maybe when you hear like Federer or Serena say I hate losing I I do think they hate losing because they've been at the top of the mountain and getting ripped off the top of the mountain that's tough so losing when you're at the top of the mountain but I think there's also this this thing about when they do win a Grand Slam it's not just like oh I should have won that it's like I'm the best I I own everyone in the world and that drive that feeling of being that is it's it creates that other side so to sum it up winning when you do win creates this thing that now you don't want to lose but if you've never won enough to feel like to get that feeling then it's just you're on the other side of it so I'd be curious yeah uh, on, on if you really think about it when you have something that you won does it create more of the feeling of I don't want to lose? Well, I'd
1: actually love to go around. Do you have like a, no, I'd love to go around and actually talk about personal experiences and like specifically like for the two of you and I'll I'll share mine here in a second. Like which memory, which memories are strongest for you two? I'm sure you both have some great like winning memories and you both have some like terrible losing memories like which ones like are are most you know dug into your brain? Like which ones are are the strongest? For for me, like my winning memories were in high school. I played two years of high school tennis at a small private school, and I was like a big, big like air quotes fish in like a really small pond, and um, and I didn't lose very much because because. Uh, um, I worked super hard, I had some talent, but not not a lot, but some. and relative to like other you know private school you know schools in our conference, like I, I didn't lose very much. and I don't ha- really have any like defining like memory at all of like that experience. It was cool, like it was enjoyable. It was gratifying to like have everybody like look up to me and I was like the leader you know on the team, and nobody else was really even close to like challenging me for like the top spot on our high school team. But then when I think about my experiences uh, losing, it's like they were like they feel like life defining like moments. Like Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in particular, uh, making it to the finals of our NCAA regional, and then losing that match. We were unseeded and we played the one seed and we lost by a break. And it felt like we were like right there even though I had no business winning that match at all or even being there like in that match, the fact that I lost it, I, it was a hard, hard, uh, loss for me. And so for me, like just looking back through, and I have a lot of other examples, but for me, I have a couple like loss instances that were like, just crushed me, like absolutely destroyed me. Um, but my wins like, I don't know, like, sure. It was great, but, um it didn't like it didn't wasn't very impactful. Like yeah, it was nice and I'd like to have more of that, please. <laughs> but it wasn't politely said. But, but I didn't wake up the next morning like I must Win. I must have more wins. <laughs> yeah. It was it wasn't like some kind of like uh personality shifting like events like my losses were were really, you know, tough. So, I feel like that's the strong, that's why, like for me, I think it's the stronger driver. I'm curious what, what you guys, like maybe reflecting on that, what, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I definitely have a few losses that stick out in my mind, and my coaching 100% reflected it. <laughs> Wait, like, what do you mean? <laughs> for, for instance, I have one loss where I was playing this girl, her name is Amanda Cervantes. And
0: <laughs> I've heard this story. <laughs> this is definitely one of those times.
2: And um she and I battled in everything. We battled at basketball, we battled at the saxophone, and we battled in tennis. Like we were Trifetra. one, like yeah, we were like the top 2 in each and we like would switch off like <laughs> between each. And so this was in middle school, just FYI. And so we battled through everything. And um she was better at me than tennis, in tennis. And that was like my like, oh, I just want to be better at you in tennis. And so um, when we played- We were all basketball
1: and saxophone. Did she have you there too or no? No,
2: I was one chair and saxophone. In <laughs> basketball, we kind of switched back and forth. Okay, um, So it was
1: kind of the, the rubber, it was like, like the, the, the tiebreaker? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, and so <laughs> And so I was like, I like- We played a match and I won the first set and I was up like 3-0 or 3-1 and maybe 4-1 or 3-0 in the second set. And she started talking to me on the sideline. And like striking up conversations, and was uh-huh. like, Hey, how's it going? Blah, Dirty. blah, blah, da, 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 da. And I completely changed changeovers or
1: like between yeah, points? Or every changeover. changeover and she's getting in their head. Yep.
2: And it got in my head, and I lost the match. And to this day, I would tell every student, Put your stuff on the other side of the court. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, I mean, it impacted my, like that loss because I, Felt like, and I think it's like anytime you feel like you're like, okay, I am this close, no, and then you, and it's
1: so important to you, yeah, like you you know how much it would like mean, but, but which is ironic because, in my case anyway, I don't have any big like uh like winning like moment.
2: I mean, I won a few. I won quite a few tournaments, from like when I was little. Do, um, are any
1: of those like big, like impactful? The only like one core, that was impactful,
2: memories? I think, was because the year before I lost, and it was to. I told this story before on a Shanecast. Like I lost to this girl, like oh and first tournament I ever played, and then the next year I came back and I beat her, and so it was like. That win was pretty like okay because I had lost and did all of this stuff to like make up for that loss. Yeah. So that's the only win where I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like I didn't really, I don't know. I wasn't like a big like sentimental on the wins type of thing. I don't. I don't know. Like even like all my trophies and everything. I think I like sold them in a garage. Have you guys
1: so. seen the movie Inside Out? The mm-hmm. Pixar Pixar movie. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, you gotta watch it with Lakin. It's, it's all about feelings, and uh, <laughs> it's all about feelings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's a Pixar movie all about emotions and like feelings, and like memories are a big part of it. And it's just a concept of like your core. There's like four or five like core memories that like make up this child's like brain or like existence. You should watch it. It's an incredible movie. But the whole idea of like core memories like we're kind of yeah. describing like these like pivotal huh. these pivotal experiences like where it's like we look back on it and it was like a defining you know kind of moment huh. and it sounds like they're mostly losses
2: <laughs> yeah yeah, for sure i mean yeah i mean i i I don't know i i remember- like the loss that I had um when I had. Quit tennis, and then I came back and I just played regionals and state one year at school because our coach was like, just play regionals and state. And I had won state the year before, but um, and I lost to a teammate who drop shot lobbed me the entire time because I couldn't raise my arm above my head, <laughs> and we lost. In, we went three sets. And it was like, that's brutal. Yeah. And it was like 6 4 in the third. It was, it was that loss was like, I, and I almost like like, still did it with underhand serves and nothing against my, like I almost still had it. And so it was like, I remember taking that team picture afterwards and being like,
1: I just want to be crying in the car.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I just wanted to be like, I don't want to talk to anyone, and I never yeah. want to like. And people
1: are trying to like cheer you up and be yeah, like, "Oh, like, you did so okay. good!" Like, like Shut you couldn't p-.
2: raise your arm, <laughs> yeah, totally. like you yeah. know. And I'm like, I it's don't the last care. thing you want right. is like to be. And it was smart of her, <laughs> like it was totally smart. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it was something that I. But oh yeah, there's just so there's certain things like that. There that just
0: making this like yeah. fist like
2: but they really the defined best. me and how I coached the kids like a hundred percent. Like I would tell them all these stories mm-hmm. on a regular basis to have them understand, like there are other people out there that are just like you. Like yeah. we have losses too. We've suffered. Right. We've suffered yeah, too. yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and here's what I learned from it. And I think yeah. that's what was big about like each defining loss. Like I didn't really learn any, like I won state and I won, uh, I won a lot of tournaments when I was younger, but it was like, none of those I really learned anything in my opinion or nothing that really sticks out to me where I was like, mm. that was something I, I don't know.
0: I think it's super interesting. Yeah. Every I'm, actually, time, yeah I'm actually super ex- uh, glad you brought up what you did with inside out. Cause it, it, I think it, I struggle with. In the sense that, yeah, I have the exact same memories. Like, I remember one of my first tournament, very first tournament I ever entered, I started playing tennis late. I started at 13. Um, I had to play up in, like, uh, the 16 and unders because of my birthday or something, I remember. And I won, like, my first couple matches, and I played this guy, I think it was in the finals, and he, like, did something weird, cheated or whatever, and I was ahead, and I lost the lead. I remember being so upset. I remember that match so vividly. Um, I remember, I remember a lot of losses, um, I think, (laughs) which is ironic. I just don't feel the same way about them. And I think when you're saying like the, the things that shape you outside of tennis, because I started so late, um, I remember a lot of things that like, like if I was that kid having the bubble, I remember, um, just different events in my life where, I didn't have what I wanted, and it was a struggle to get it. And most of everybody said you're not going to be able to do it. And I got way farther, or I accomplished it. So, like, um, I'm thinking about like uh, tennis. They said you'll never get a scholarship. You started too late. I did that. In um, band, they're like, dude, you're so g- you're, you'll never be drum major, which is like the leader of the band. And it's like you, you and I auditioned. And I was just like, fine, I'll figure it out. I'll get it. And I worked hard for it. And uh, there's a couple other things. So along with the losses, for me, a lot of times, don't get me wrong, I've had losses where my mom was like, dude, you should just quit tennis because you're so <laughs> mad right now. And I'd walk off the court, throw a bag, and I'd get so mad. I was like, do not talk to me. I don't want to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. And it was like someone hit me in the face. And the, the, all I wanted to do is find a court and get better. And so when I lose Yes, there is that part of me that hurts so much, but it absolutely fuels me to go, I will never let that happen the same way again. And so, when I think about the wins, it's the culmination of the losses. So it's like all that emotion finally boils over like I did it. I've proved you son of a gun's wrong. I did it again. And so I just I don't know. I hear what you guys are saying, but like when I think, is there a little? Is there I a think name we're
1: not saying what you're saying? Like I don't think, I think we're saying the saying, opposite yeah, of, yeah, of what, I, what you're but saying. But
0: it's just as you guys are talking about it, it's like when you talk about the wins. There's I hear no kind of like there's like oh yeah I won. So the, but I like when I feel the wins, it's like all that pain comes into that win, and it's like. I remember the wins. I remember when I wasn't I supposed to win. I a few
1: instances of that, but they're just not nearly as strong of a And I think that's the thing. difference, like yeah. the
0: strength of it. I remember when I went to a tournament, I played a, a little bit older, and I wasn't the one seed. I was like the three seed. And I went in, I won like four matches. In the finals, this guy was like uh, the number one on his college team, whatever. And I was just, I was super nervous. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to win this match. Um, and I just crushed him. And I, I like literally, I, I got in a zone where I, I won the match and I was walking back to play the next point And he was like, dude, the match is over. I'm like, just because I was so, and I, like it hit me. I was like, dude, I can't believe I did this. But it was all the losses and all the things. So I think I feel the same way, the same pain. But for me, when I win, all those losses kind of like have this sweet, feeling to them. The sweet, like, I'm okay with going through all that pain to finally get to the, the, the line, to the cross the line. It's like, I hear the Rocky theme song. I'm getting just hit in the face, but I just keep getting. And so that's the thing. I, I, I get the feeling, but I love. And the next thing is this, when you feel that feeling of crossing the line and winning and being kind of at the top, that is like, it's, it's awesome. And it I keeps don't think me chasing. We're not saying I don't that yeah, I'm just saying that I think we're saying the same thing, <clears throat> but the feeling I get from my wins I think have a very different visceral feeling mm-hmm. than what you both describe. Like you both kind of just said, "Yeah, I'm just I won that."
1: And I've like, had those experiences, but it's just not what like it just doesn't hang around. Like I can think back and remember no. like feeling like that before? But for whatever reason, it, it's not like,
0: yeah, like I can look at your face the way you talk about it and even look at it and you're like, uh, and yeah, I, I, it's just it's not like, the front uh, of my head. Like yeah, it's I not, mean, uh, that's what I mean. That's the difference. Like yeah. it's in front of my head. I, I feel all the same things, but those things maybe we just need help
2: I know (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking like maybe I'm I'm just weird
0: (laughs) which I've been told but yeah that's the difference I
2: I can make like a a list of all of my losses a hundred times over than I can make a list of all my wins like I know for sure for sure I could like I could be like I remember more losses than I remember wins Hmm. um and I the totally wins agree, yeah. that I do remember are significant because there was like a backstory of losses before it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what, yeah, yeah that's that's what that's what which is what yeah. you're yeah. saying. Yeah, but yeah.
2: I just don't like remember like there's like this, like
1: heaven's open. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, all, that's, all the yeah. losses
2: were worth it. Like,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm like, no, they really weren't. Finally, I got one, but <laughs>
0: I, now I, I, really, it's, yeah, now totally, I don't want to really, do it again. Really, that's yeah. the best way of describing it. Like you kind of both said there is like, when you want it's like finally come on I won and for me it's like those losses are the stepping stones to the win and when I finally do win there is this moment of like there's this time where it's like oh <laughs> yeah so I don't know I'm weird but so a couple questions here
1: <laughs> uh I want to start to kind of tie this back around to, to listeners who maybe didn't grow up competing and trying to like grow as an athlete and, you know, kind of like develop themselves in, in that kind of way. And maybe I, I imagine that there's probably a lot of people listening at home that are like, I don't feel that. You guys are really Good sick. Yeah. 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 Like I don't have that negative like response. Uh, first of all, do you guys think that's kind of like a deal breaker or something that would totally be in the way of somebody accomplishing a lot in a competitive environment? Like if I lose and I just, I'm just like, eh, well, they're better, I guess, like, gonna go home and rake the lawn. Like, you know, if you just don't care, if it just doesn't affect you, is that like a, a indicator that they're just not gonna be a great competitor? I
0: think
2: I think oh, go sorry. Ahead. I think there's a difference between being a great competitor and actually being like because there's a lot of people who just really like I have had so many people who are like, I don't like to compete. Like they'll tell me like, right. I'm not, I don't like to compete and I just do it for the social like aspect, yep. but they still want to get better for themselves, but they really don't like competition. Mm-hmm. So there's that type of person um, that I feel like you can still improve and get better, but they're doing it for other reasons other than winning and losing. Um, but I feel like, players that are competitive and really like thinking back to a lot of um, like three, five, three Oh level players that I would teach. The ones that would get up to four Oh or four five were super competitive and they hated to lose like more than they like to win. Um, And, I think it, I think it can be. I think, think it's it can possible be a for a 3 player to
1: go up to th- 4 or 5 without hating to lose. <sighs> i don't know if it's not a tough question it's
2: like i think there's probably exceptions to the rule but i think there has to be another another driving factor if that's not your driving factor then Mm -hmm. another driving factor has to be just as big like you have to want to be better for yourself just as much if you're not gonna love the competition of it or there has to be something that drives you you can't just be like well, It'd today nice, was I great, yeah. like <laughs> every single day and not have something that drives you. Now, what that thing is, I don't know. But I do know that there are a lot of people that that is what it is, is I mm. hate to lose more than I love to win. But I know that there are exceptions to the rule too.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I, you just never know. I'm sure there's been great people that maybe love to win. And I think it's, for me, um, definitely to be a competitor, there has to be some level of emotional response, whether it be hate to lose excitement to win. Um, I think what it comes down to me is selecting what's that going to mean for you. And so for me, when I lost, yeah, it was painful, but it meant that I need to do something like Megan was saying. I need to learn something I need to. And so the initial response was pain, but then the secondary response was like, get off your horse and go do action. something about it, action. And so after a while, I've, as I started recognizing it, yeah, I hated it, but it was like, action needs to be taken. Something needs to happen. And from my personality, internally, it was like, you need to go do something. Um, some people, I think, aren't motivated that way. They're maybe like, I, I want to, the, the motivation may be social, where it's like, I just want to play with these other friends, so I'm going to get better. And nothing's wrong with that. Now, where I think it gets you is what level do you want to be and how competitive or how much drive, whether that be being in a social group, is that going to create to drive you to that, that, um, that level? So I think as you get higher and higher in level, you're going to have to have something that produces a ton of drive to deal with obviously losing, because you're going to lose way more in tennis, especially if you're playing tournaments. There's one winner, and there's 128 entries in a big tournament. <laughs> there's a lot of losers. Um, so I think as you, if you're getting to that level, yes, you're going you're gonna to probably wind up that. But to be, get from 3-5 to 4-0, and maybe even like 4-5, um, I don't think you have to hate losing to be that good. I think you just have to have something that drives you or pulls you along to that level. But as you get higher in level, you're going to need something that has a lot more drive to keep you pushing.
1: I'm thinking about like uh, health and like exercise and like weight loss and stuff like that. Like I'm thinking about other arenas in life where it's like you have to do something hard, you know, and becoming a four zero or four five player it's really hard. Like it's the top, you know, five ten 10% of tennis players. And the only way to achieve a rating like that is to win a bunch against other people who are also pushing, like to try to improve their skills. And so if there's, if at any point you take your foot off the gas and it's like, Oh, this is nice. And you just kind of like coast, you know, at three, five or whatever, whatever it is like, relative to your goals before you get there. Like that's it, like you're done. Like that's it. Like you have to keep pushing against discomfort in order to continue to to advance and develop. And so, yeah, I think the question of like, so what's that thing gonna be? Like what's the thing gonna be that gets you out of bed early to hit serves? Four thirty AM or do burpees, you know, in the in the example of like weight loss or like health, uh in the health, like I don't know, I don't see I don't see a lot of people like at the gym because it just feels nice like to work out. Like there got, are those people. There, are, there, there are. is a, there right. is
2: a lot of those people that, but they've most, done it through habits and training.
1: Most of the people are there because they have a heart condition and it's like,
2: right. I, I'm going to die early them, if yeah. I'm
1: not here, like on this treadmill mm-hmm. uh, or like they hate themselves. Cause like, I don't like this version of myself. Like I I know I could be like a better version of this. And I just, I don't know. I feel like those kind of motivators in general tend to be stronger for people than like the, oh, that feels nice. I think I'll do that again. Because uh, using that to like push as hard as it takes to keep getting better, I, it just doesn't feel strong enough to me, honestly. But maybe that sounds kind of depressing, but.
0: I think you know, it's personality. I think, yeah, I think, yeah I think there's And a I think there's also uh, a lot of like things within personalities, I think. Uh, looking at a lot of intris- intrinsic versus extrinsic, extrinsic, extrinsic motivation. I mm-hmm. think is hugely important because some people may see a future image of themselves, and that future image pulls them to waking up at four o'clock in the morning. And some people may see that you know they just the. Uh, they hate where they are. They don't even see where they want to go. They just hate where they are. And they're like, I don't want to be overweight or I don't want to be a 3.5. And that pain pushes them away from their current destination to something in the future. Um, uh, so I don't know. I think, and some people may just love what they do so much. They want to do it so, so much more that they, um, they get better at it. It's just reps. It's whatever the drive is. So I think there's a, there's, an interesting thing about like passion. I mean, if you just love playing tennis, you're going to get better at it. And maybe you don't like, um, you 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 hate winning or sorry, you hate winning. You hate winning. I love yeah. losing. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love losing. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. That's the whole. That's the. That's the secret. But yeah, if you just love playing and you love being out there and you love competing, maybe yeah, those losses don't mean that much. But the wins are like, hey, I just love competing, and maybe the drive is just so much of the passion for playing that it over, overtakes it. I don't know. I think everybody's different. And I, I
1: can think of students that we've but, had that yeah. That Sean Murphy like comes to mind for me. Like he just, he loves the reps. Like it's easier for him to to do the reps that most tennis players hate than it is for him to not do the reps.
0: Yeah. And it's in that personality. Like his personality is totally, I I love his book. I I envy his book. He has his book where it's like, yeah, the binder is like, I wish my life could be that binder. (laughs) If I could have that binder as my life, I would totally do it.
2: He's going to appreciate that.
0: Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. yeah. I
1: need to make sure Sean listens. to this.
0: But yeah, and that's just, for me, that's the way I'm wired and different people are wired differently. Like, I mean, Megan will tell you, I went through a phase where I, like, I love, I wanted to cre- I was. I'm going back to the book. I wanted to create the book where I was like scheduling everything I did in half an hour increments. But there was like, I love that. I love like, yeah, that just gets me going. It drives her nuts. <laughs> um, and so I'm wired for that. So I think part of it is not maybe following the prescribed, even if, you know, you have to hate losing, but it's like, you have to figure out what works for you. Mm. And sometimes you, you, cause I've, I've heard it before and I was like, I almost like question myself. So like, man, maybe I'm not a good competitor cause I just don't hate losing enough. Um, but I love winning and I do hate losing, but I love, but more than both of those, funny enough, I love getting better. I love for me, it's about, I used to be this, I worked hard and now I'm this, that, is more motivating than either one of those for me. I just love knowing that I broke through some difficulty that internally I struggle with before.
1: I like to fight more than the the development. See, so yeah. if, yeah. I, if yeah. I'm honest no. with myself, like I want to be the development guy cuz I kind of, that's kind of, you know, my role as a coach, but but I if I'm honest with myself, I just I love the I love the
0: battle. I love the fight. So what do you mean fight? Cause I love the fight, but are you yeah. saying, are you love losing? I know you one of us losing? is going to be
1: the loser and just being in the middle of figuring out who that's going to be. Okay. I, I enjoy that more than the, the development side you, of it. Do you, but do For you myself. think,
0: yeah, but do you think that's, <clears throat> and do you think that's part of the development? So it's interesting you say like oh, fuels. Yeah, it absolutely. Feels, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you are. I
1: think in, the, in sure. that sense, I'm not saying I, I don't de- like, okay, okay. I, I enjoy developing myself, but no. of, the, of the two, no. like I like the battle more than I like the preparation.
0: I like the battle and the preparation. but I, And I think the, for me, the preparation is the battle. And so yeah, it's I can like, see that. Yeah. yeah. It's for me, the hard work, the rep, those are the battles before you step on the court. Yeah. The, the running, the doing things alone in the dark that you have to do by yourself. Cole that shares. for me. Yeah, Cole showers. I was trying not to say and it. people listening said.
2: are like, I just want to play tennis. So yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm, I, you got me fired up.
2: <laughs> no, I, I agree though. I think, but I think it just has to be something. You just have to know what fuels you. Wow. And I think that's in anything that you want to do. Anything that you want to accomplish. Um, that's hard
1: or like takes effort.
2: Right, right. Which is pretty much anything in your life. Other than uh, sitting on no, no, no. the couch, I guess eating
1: chocolate's pretty easy for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but eating small amounts of chocolate,
0: I think it's just again. I think it comes <laughs> down to personality. Yeah, like, I think it's I, personality.
1: I'm an abstainer. Like I can totally be like, I'll have one square of chocolate. Oh, yeah, yeah no. and it'd be totally fine. Megan's no. like, nope. here's a donut. Not <laughs> me.
2: And Ian's like,
1: I will not eat the donut.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I eat five donuts. Ian eats one Allison bite. will
1: appreciate the robot voice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Allison's like me in that sense too. Yeah, it's the she is. all or yeah, nothing. She, exactly. 100%. she has to be yeah. zero
1: or yeah, yeah, that's it.
2: And so yeah, and I think it's just yeah, it's finding it's knowing yourself and knowing what drives yourself and finding how to use that to your advantage.
1: No. I think no. that's
2: how you become a successful tennis player. Right.
1: So we figured it out. Nice yeah, job, guys. Right. Good job. Solved it.
2: Awesome. <laughs> Everyone's going to be better tomorrow.
1: Uh, I feel like we're in a good spot. Any any other thoughts or?
2: No, if you if you know what drives you, I'd be really interested. Like comment and yeah, no, say like, what from drives you. Yeah. I'd just be interested to know.
1: Or like if you just have no idea, like this is fantastic homework to just. Observe yourself mm. more mm-hmm. and like what's going on during practice, during matches, during wins, mm-hmm. during losses. Because if you don't know this about, if you're not self aware enough to understand your motivational factors, then mm-hmm. you're going to be wondering like five years from now, why didn't I do anything?
0: I think adding on to that, because I totally agree with that, finding what it is, I think it's also not being afraid of what it is. Because I think sometimes we hear these prescribed things like you're supposed to do this and you're supposed to feel this. And Roger you re- said this. Yeah, Roger said this, and <laughs> you're like, oh god, I'm not. You know, Roger's one person in the world, um, and we're all there's what was it, seven billion people or eight billion people in the world um, that are wired differently, and so one prescription isn't going to fit you. And you know, if you find something that isn't the quote unquote like thing that everybody else says it should be the right thing. I think it's not being afraid to lean into what works for you. Um, You know,
1: good stuff. Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. Appreciate it. We'll see you in Michael Jordan. Number 23, 22. All I can think of today is, is the rifle caliber. And that's not really, I I feel like that's mm. not very, uh, appropriate. But I don't yeah. know if you live in the country. You, you do- know what a 22 yeah. is yep. if you live in the country. I had one. There
2: you go. Uh, do you, are we doing a Shanecast?
1: Uh, well, we're, are we're we in still Costa Rica on next week. We yeah, I know. Just like- yeah, I don't know. We'll have people listening. Yeah. yeah, so next week if you're still listening uh, <laughs> and you download every single week, we'll be in Costa Rica next week and the week after. So we'll be taking a little bit of a break here. Apologies, but we'll come back with all kinds of incredible insights for you mm-hmm. from our adventures yeah. in Central America. So thanks for listening. We'll be back again in a couple weeks. And that's kind of sad. Adios. But uh, it'll be fun to come back. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. We'll, We'll catch you next time.